0: hey everybody welcome to queer walk the podcast i don't have like a little you know this is queer walk whatever whatever a tagline so i'm like working on that right so (laughs) so far what i got is queer walk is a podcast that takes the queer women of color community beyond the tumblr dashboard
1: Your chocolate demeanor and your Tokyo kisses I see your glow from a distance Your vow like my submission I give you all of me, wanna make you proud of me We see the God in all you do, your light is harmony hey, Every type, darkest night, brightest light I'm loving your soul They hate you, replace you, take you, but know that you go We're a wife from every continent I just want you to jiggle a little bit Move them hips, feel that bliss Hug your sis, make a fist don't resist your temptation you amazing no limitation my favorite in this matrix we move by your vibration and that's love i hope you hear that on the daily because baby you love i hope you hear that on the daily because baby you love
0: i hope you hear that on the daily because baby you love I love i am money your friend what am i the friendly today Hmm. Your friendly, uh, recoverer. <laughs> <laughs> what are you recovering? I'm in recovery. Um, and I'm joined by...
1: Sasha Asha. Um, I'm a professional nobody, basically.
0: Lies! <laughs> <What>? <laughs> I
1: don't do nothing. <laughs> I just be here, be on Tumblr. Oh, this is brilliant. So,
0: yeah. Okay, do you want to actually say <laughs> what you do? Shout yourself out. Not on, professional nobody.
1: <laughs> so, um, I am, I guess, a striving anthropologist, trying to make the world a better place for women and children of color, specifically black women, because, you know, ain't nobody else got us but us. Exactly. So, gotta be here for my black women, mm-hmm. and my black queer women, too, because, you know, they're the innovators, really, of everything. Well, we got
0: you got from us. <laughs> <Oculence>. <laughs> uh Thank you for doing a show with me. I'm sad that we didn't get a chance to do it when I was actually in Brooklyn, but yeah. it's cool. I think the volume's working fine, so. <laughs> do you have a favorite hashtag? I like asking people that. Uh,
1: favorite hashtag.
0: Or like a tag on Tumblr? A, a tag that you track, or...
1: Um, I track so many, to be honest, on everything because I'm a freak. Let me see. A I freak
0: like on... am or a freak like both
1: of them, girl. You know. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, but um, what do I tag? I tag like natural hair stuff, anthropology mm-hmm. stuff, um, worldwide news, um, different podcasts, things like that, mm-hmm. nails, all of that. I'm into a lot. Literally.
0: Mm hmm. Okay, <laughs> but where can we find you? Um,
1: well, I have a website. It's called savebysasha.com. Yes. Yes, check us out. Check us out. I have my portfolio and a little blog on there and everything. Mm-hmm. You post every Monday at 10. I'll be trying. Yes. Yes.
0: I'm trying to get consistent like you. Listen, it took me a year to get consistent. <laughs> okay, so I'm almost there, because I've almost been doing a podcast for a year. So. <laughs> okay, so, silence. I mean, I know, I know they, they want you, you in high demand, but, <laughs> okay, Um, so before I get started, because I always forget to do this, if you want to support, please share the link, like, comment, all of those things help. But you could also pay me to keep mm-hmm. this platform going if you have right. learned anything or like anything on Queer Pay a black woman if you
1: hey. have learned anything from them.
0: Give black women your money. That's the uh, hashtag, 2K17. God damn right. <laughs> yes, yeah, so in order to keep this coming, that's basically what your donations will be used for. You can contribute at paypal.me slash queerwoc.com. It's Queer Walk everything, so you log on to PayPal, it's Queer W-O-C, and if 15 of y'all give me a dollar, I can do two episodes. Ain't that cheap? So, okay. (laughs) I just wanted to say that, because I realized that, you know, I always be forgetting, and then I'm like, damn, I really need donations. This SoundCloud account don't pay for itself. All right, um, jump into Queer Walk of the Week. I feel like I had a lot of pages I wanted to shout, but the main one this week is Queen Dom, and it's by um, Ta'Keisha Morgan. Okay, so I met Ta'Keisha at like one of those you know bougie ass education conferences, yeah, yeah. but she was just like so opposite of everything that was going on there. <laughs> she fly as fuck, you know, <laughs> just like don't give don't give a damn about like anybody else's trends. She you know yeah. she got her her own style popping. And she was leading the QPOC meetup at yeah. this conference, and she was the one who started it, too. So, just like a trailblazer in higher education for queer people of color. But recently, she, her job moved to the Netherlands. Mm-hmm. So, she started this um, blog on Instagram and on Facebook called Queen Dom. It's Q-U-E-N-D-O-M. And it's a blog about queering uncharted territory, basically, with a touch of gender non-conforming fashion. So, yes, check her out. She's dope as fuck. So she uh, posts pictures of, like, her outfits every day. Um, I guess things are really cheap to travel to in the Netherlands. So she's visiting all these countries. um, And she blogs about each place she goes, particularly from, like, a black queer woman's perspective, right? So she talks about like what it's like making community traveling through and everything. So yeah, just check her um, page out. I think it's cool and um, exciting to have like a black queer woman doing that. So That's
1: pretty exciting.
0: Yeah, so that's uh Queen Dom. Check her out. All right. So the biggest fans of the week, Kid Crazy is number one again. <laughs> hey
1: Kids listen, that support is up there.
0: Yeah. Love
1: the blog.
0: Canna Queers is number two this week. Uh, That's How the Fuck You Sound is back in the top.
1: That was so aggressive.
0: (laughs) I just, uh, people's Tumblr names crack me up. So, I just feel like when your Tumblr name is That's How the Fuck You Sound, that's how you have to say it. That's you. That's How the Fuck You Sound. Yep. Uh, and then the last uh, biggest fan of the week is them dimples though, 25. 20, 25. Yes. 25. So <laughs> <wish> those, <laughs> those dimples. Those dimples. 25. <laughs> yeah, Tumblr names. I mean, I went through a lot before I got to Melanated Money, so I'm not even gonna. Woo! Thank you. It was a journey. I'm an old head on Tumblr. I've been on Tumblr since. I, don't, I, I won't say the year, but.
1: No, you can't say the year now. You did all of that. You got to tell us.
0: Um, I think I started my Tumblr page in 2010. 2010? Yeah. I think it was 2010. And then That's I got on it like.
1: I college. Huh? That's when I started college.
0: Oh my God, I'm so old. I graduated in 2011. <laughs> oh <Wow>. god. <laughs> Moving on along. Um, <laughs> damn, yeah, but I really didn't get like heavy into Tumblr until probably 2011, 2012. I'm still not heavy into Tumblr. Uh, I love it. It's just everything there, like the whole I I like, I don't know if it's because I've cultivated this on Tumblr or if it's just mad easy to find, but your people is right there.
1: Right, and it's like so educational at the same time.
0: How how much uh, black history that I learned on Tumblr as opposed to in a classroom? Right, <laughs> and I, I love...
1: love things that have been debunked from Tumblr, like George Washington and his wooden tooth that actually turned out to be slave
0: teeth.
1: Yeah, I learned that shit from Tumblr.
0: And I love when Tumblr be having a little shady, like source. Link. So it's like, I have receipts. <laughs> Alright, are you ready for the Like Reblog of the week?
1: I am, go ahead.
0: Okay, so a lot of people submitted asking about um music suggestions. So I thought we could do a Like Reblog section around what music artists or trends or whatever, whatever... That people need to be following. Queer walks need to be following. Um, I'm a little dry on this like reblog. Because I feel like everything I'm playing right now is old in internet age. So like (laughs) I'm still playing Sid the Kid's Finn, I love it. Like Body is my stripper song. Um, Over is the best like in your feelings. Kind of broken up but kind of not song. So, yeah, I've, I've been listening to Finn pretty much all the time. So, I don't, you got any suggestions?
1: Um, well, I went to an art show yesterday, and the crowd was really terrible. Like, they just kept fucking talking. It's like, you're here for the artist, shut the fuck up. But um, one of the performers' name was Zuri Marley, mm-hmm. and the song she had sounded so good. I'm actually trying to find the song now, because, like, I couldn't even Spotify the shit. Not not Spotify. Who? Shazam. I couldn't Shazam the shit because they were talking so fucking much. But, um, and there was another song. Uh, something Panda. When I figure it out, I'll tell you so we can share it with everybody else. But it was really dope, too.
0: Zuri Marley?
1: Yeah. The other song was by someone else who's, like, four foot tall. Uh, no shade. <laughs> no, she was really tiny. <laughs> but yeah, that's
0: it. I'm not really big on music. I'm trying to be though. Um, I'm typically like a music head, but I don't really get into like new music waves. So yeah. I'll get into vibes. So it could be old, like um, I'm listening to uh, Neo for all we know a lot, and I think that's like 2014, 2015. But that's like the vibe that I'm in right now because of this Fin Wave. I know I'm listening to other stuff. I just can't think. Um, so, Young M.A. is on tour, right? <laughs> and so, I think she's on tour with 21 Savage. And so, I had like this mini heart attack because I thought she was going to be performing. <laughs> I saw. <laughs> you just lost your shit. I thought I was going to miss it. <laughs> so, um... So yeah, so Twenty One Savage had performed at SU what like Friday night, and um, I just was like, wait a minute, Young and May is gonna be on campus, and everybody's like, nah, she's not coming. So thankfully, I didn't miss her. She didn't do this date with him, but um, uh, Yo Gotti was here too Friday night. I keep forgetting that Syracuse the city is very, um, hood.
1: I think that they're in Syracuse, the city. Like, I don't think of them outside of the university, to be honest.
0: They love Keisha Cole in in the city here. Like, yes. Keisha? Keisha. (laughs) Keisha is the queen here. Put on a Keisha Cole song in Syracuse. Watch this shit get lit. To be honest, it makes sense because everyone is still dressed
1: like uh, Keisha Cole.
0: (laughs) hairstyles. And they know everywhere. They I mean they play Keisha Cole songs here that I never heard of. Like <laughs> like this she she released a mixtape or something. <laughs> <She's not mixed. laughs> I don't know if Keisha's still out here. Okay. My so, so outside of outside of Keisha Cole, mm-hmm. um Young and May got this song called Hot Sauce. Have you heard it? No, I have not. Um, <laughs> In- <laughs> you gotta listen to it. Cause I don't know if the sound will come across if I play it. Hold on. It
1: may bring no I
0: don't listen to
1: it. can hear I don't i just let the she already trips.
0: Shoot just rolled a bunch. Like, bro, you good? Like, nah, bro, let me get it. Puff, puff, drink, I don't wanna think. No. wanna bitch and whoopies
1: got away. No. I'm in another zone, I'm in another zone. My girl getting on my nerves. I ain't going home. I don't got time for this shit. I don't got time for this shit. Don't, don't got time for this bitch. Don't got time for this. So when I look down, all I see is green
0: okay <laughs> so yeah that's also my joint right now um, <laughs> let's see who else do I listen to I don't know how he says his name is uh six black or he it's black but it's spelled with a A six instead of a B. Um, Listening to him. I really like his music. Again, it's all in the same vibe. Like, that's... So... I just... When when I'm listening to music, I get in, like, these cycles where I only listen to songs that have a certain vibe. And so that's what I'm in right now. So if it doesn't give me a Sid the Kid feel, I don't really listen to it right now. You know what I just thought? Like, maybe I've been feeling so... (laughs) So melancholy because I need to switch my music vibe? Because these aren't very cheerful. No, they're not. It's like you going
1: through something. I was about
0: to ask. I am. Like, there's a lot on my spirit, but I just don't know what it is. You know? You know
1: what it is? It's them white people.
0: Girl. They need to get out. No pun intended. They, <laughs> they um... They really trying me, like, this week. Oh, my God. It was such a terrible week. They just push you to that point. Fucking leeches. I know. It just make me feel like I need to to have my own stuff going all the time. It's like, I used to think about all the stuff I did as, like, side hustles. But, no, those are, like, the things that sustain me, that keep my energy high, that feed me, nourish me. Keep
1: you going. Yeah just bring positive vibes to you because, like,
0: you know you're doing good for someone else and also for yourself. Yeah. I just wish somebody would have told me this PhD shit was like this before I started. Like, I just wish I would have known one... I I wish one black woman would have been in somewhere in my, like, sphere who had gone through this PhD process that could have told me how to emotionally prepare, not just academically or, like, with my therapeutic um, practice-wise, like, really what it does to your soul to go into higher education. I would say even my master's program was...
1: That's probably something you could start, you know? Because someone on Facebook did this thing where they were like, um, black, older women, what advice do you have for the babies and whatever? And there was, like, some really good feedback on that Facebook post. I saved it somewhere because, like,
0: everything was just so good.
1: Yeah. Like black women who went through the PhD process and everything. How did you get through it, dealing mm-hmm. with white
0: academia and all of that? Well, Maybe I need that post. Coming. I definitely need that post. Yeah. And I don't know how you do it in a, on the corporate side, like. Oh, my God,
1: it's terrible. Every day they're just like. Oh, it's a city job. That's how city works. Office bureaucracies. I'm like, so we're just okay with it. Like, y'all niggas don't right. want change. Like, what do you mean? That's how it is. Right. Fix it. Like, I shouldn't be here, smooth twenty five, four months in the company, realizing all this bullshit. Young to get exactly. this shit together.
0: Exactly.
1: Like, why am I the worst reason? I am twenty five. <laughs> Yo, niggas been working here since they 19, exactly.
0: close to 62, ready to retire, <laughs> and it's like, why, like, it's like, I I'm no. new, I just showed up, <laughs> and y'all been here, but they, they use words, oh, the climate of, of the, um, the department, or the culture, but y'all knew it was like this before I got here. Right. Fix your
1: shit, put that shit on me.
0: Mm-mm. I don't do nothing extra. I do what I, is minim- minimally required of me. I can't. Not I'm not finna give them my free time on top of giving them <laughs> giving them the time that I have to be there. Fuck no. Yeah, like all weekend I've done stuff for Queer Walk. Been talking to people on Tumblr. Been talking to people on Facebook. And I'm like, I'm not. I ain't sorry. Like I'm not feeling guilty about spending my free time this way.
1: And you shouldn't, because need, people need a work-life balance, especially when your work is so fucking toxic. But you need to escape
0: from that. And if working on walk is your escape, then monopolize on that. Yeah. And it's honestly, like, the only time I really get to talk with y'all, like, if I have to catch somebody and be like, look, we about to do an episode this <laughs> weekend, bitch. Get your ass on <laughs> Get your ass on Skype. Yeah, kind of <laughs> Sharp. Okay, so I guess this sentiment can roll over into the unfollow of the week. Um, So I know you've seen it, because everybody is, like, talking about it, but um, there are 12 girls missing in D.C.? Is it 12 or 14?
1: That they know of. It's, um I believe, 14. However, the whole situation is just it started off as a mess. What happened is, like, the police decided um, to utilize social media because it is um, a really good communication tool to get out the word that these girls are missing. But people assumed they were all missing over the span of 24 hours because all the tweets were at the same time. Yeah. But some of these girls have been missing for a while. However, it's very alarming that 12 girls are missing and it's, like... What the fuck? Like nobody knew. Nothing was being said. It's not been made a national emergency.
0: Not nothing. Yeah. Nothing. And it's like, how did twelve girls just go missing? Just diss a fucking peer. Yeah. And so this reminds me. Last summer, twelve girls went missing from the Bronx. Yep. Black and black Latino
1: have not been found. Nothing. Hasn't. There still hasn't been any update on those twelve girls. It's like, this shit is happening all over, and it's like, y'all, y'all hate black and brown women so much, y'all don't give a fuck about them, like, you just sweep them under the rug. Right.
0: Little
1: girls are missing, what do you, what do you mean? Meanwhile, the FBI can find a fucking stolen jersey for a racist white piece of shit. Yeah, yeah.
0: It's just... So, I was trying to figure out, because people were like, there have been no um, Amber Alerts, like, in any of these cases. So, are Amber Alerts only for children? And then, like, my question is, well, what is considered a child? Because, I know in Syracuse, I've definitely received Amber Alerts for 12-year-olds. And some of these girls who are missing are 12, 13. Like, how do we not get Amber Alerts for them?
1: I think the thing with Amber Alert is you need a certain amount of know, So it's like with those, like, you know this person has been kidnapped. hmm It's like, I saw her got snatched in this white
0: car. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Off. That's true,
1: So, like, yeah. we know. But um, I guess in most of these cases, the girls just vanished, so there's no way to prove if they were snatched or if they did run away. But the bad thing about it is that they're all being treated as runaways. Yeah. And not
0: true yeah but, even like, even that though like um being able to say well they're runaways and then dismiss them that right that doesn't mean you just drop it like y'all be, y'all be out here hard body searching for white runaways make whole lifetime movies about some Every white movies, runaways
1: documentaries interviews with the parents was she a good girl? Is this something you expected her to do? None of that happens for black and brown girls. We don't even know no. who their parents are.
0: You know, um, I can't even remember that white girl name, but she went missing in Aruba like a while ago. It was like a minute ago, like a few years ago. I, I think was- that
1: killed in Aruba?
0: Yeah. Oh. Uh, they looked for her for so long.
1: She had well not a special, but it was like one of those crime watching documentaries about it, mm-hmm. like how they went through, like, the guy she met and how they went on the trip and their relationship and how he ended up killing her and stuff. I'm just like, even though it's not great that we um monopolize on people's pain and stuff like that, it happens and it gives closure to, like, the parents and everything to know that the world knows this is who my child was. Exactly. This is what happened to her. Yeah. But people don't get that.
0: Yeah. Even... Like, even if... Because people go missing every day and are never, like, traced, which is the scariest shit to me. But even the closure of having the the national attention on your child's story, right. like, at least everybody knows. It's not That's just, like, fun this ambiguous... Yeah. So I'm, I'm thinking about it from, like, a space of ambiguous grief because I think we talk about grief in... What I can only think is a really white way of, like, something happens, you get two to three weeks to feel a way about it, and then you got to get over it. Like, I've only seen white people do life like that, <laughs> and because because they get to have these things like closure that a lot of POCs just don't. And a lot of us have these, um you can call them superstitions, indigenous... Uh, beliefs in, whatever, that, like, our dead, missing, gone don't really, like, leave us just because they're not there physically. Right. So, that makes it, like, hard as fuck to get over a family member, a daughter, a sister, a ch- you know, a child that has just vanished. Yeah, my grandfather's still in my dreams and he died naturally. Yeah, my grandma, I'm like, I hope she's resting well because she always in my dreams. <laughs> Or maybe I'm just fucking up and she trying to get <laughs> You're the ancestors call. Exactly. <laughs> she like, What is you doing? Get it together. Right. Um, I, so this story, um, over the weekend definitely uh I don't even know how to put it, but every time I saw it, I felt uh-huh. like I don't, it's like when people say "Ashay," you know, after, like, say her name or something, that, like, a piece of me was kind of, like, with each of those faces that I saw. You know, like, with a new missing thing. And this has been happening a lot recently where I'll see, like, black and brown children missing come across my dashboard on Tumblr. And so I, I'm always sharing, like, okay, signal boost, signal boost. Okay. Um, but it also made me think about growing up. And going into stores and stuff and seeing, like, the missing billboard. You know how sometimes, like, in They're, grocery stores, are, they- uh, Yeah, and it was always full of black and brown kids, mostly girls. Yeah. And I'm just like, nobody ever talked about that. Whenever you see a missing persons thing on TV, it's always some white woman.
1: Yes, always. You'll see the pictures of little black and brown girls. Regardless of how, how like, um, how well known she was, or how she went missing, or what happened, mm-hmm. circumstances around it, you don't know none of that. Did you see that video? That little black girl who was walking home, and there was like a white guy behind her, and as she like pulled out his phone, he did like a swift turn and walked away. And apparently, in the video, you could hear the guy say, "We're gonna get you anyways." And it's just like.
0: What the fuck? Yeah, yeah. I saw this video, I think it was in Atlanta, where um, this black woman jumped out the back of a a car, like they had thrown her in the trunk, and she got out somehow and ran, yeah, I saw this on Tumblr. And I'm just like, what? And seeing pictures from like the town hall meetings in D.C. and... don't know like i think i think about like things in time and place like dc is important because it's the nation's capital and y'all just had this um women's march on dc and meanwhile the only people that show up for these black and brown girls who are missing are black and brown women and girls like that room was packed with black women latina women and nobody the fuck else
1: because as i said nobody gives a fuck about us
0: but us. It's just wild like,
1: to me. When black and brown women didn't show up to the women's march because we knew white women are fucking terrible. Yeah. <laughs> and they tried to like blame us like y'all weren't there. It was so great nobody got arrested. Yeah. It's like alright girl, yeah. 12 black and brown girls are missing. Yeah. you? Meanwhile, Tommy Lauren is, what is she now? She's pro-choice and it's like... <gasps> I can ignore all your racist banter and your comparisons of the KKK and Black Lives Matter because you're pro-choice
0: you, Tommy, nah. are a feminist icon. Nah. And it's like, are you fucking kidding me? Yeah, no. Nah. <laughs> because, That's again, right. I ask, like, what type of womanhood are you talking about? What type of pro-choice are you talking about if, right. um, if missing black girls isn't a reproductive issue for you? Like, <laughs> what? What type of womanhood are you talking about? Not here for it. Next. It's real disheartening to, like, get on any kind of social media when you're either being presented with videos, pictures, or stories of trauma of folks who look like you.
1: Yeah.
0: It just really weighs. And um, my great-grandma had a sibling who just kind of, like, vanished also. They were, like, all coming home from I don't know like a block party or something and this was I don't know maybe like in the 30s or 40s so you know you could already assume the worst but the fact that things like that are still happening now where like we just disappear and no- yeah. and like nobody ever is recovered or you get some kind of closure around what happened like things have not changed much over the decades it just went on the ground, to be honest. Yeah. Girl, one time I had this uh, client. So I used to work in severe mental illness, right? Um, and so you, you're always on high alert anyway there. But um, so anyway, I was in my office after hours one day trying to catch up on notes. And he came in my office and was like, I could basically do whatever I want to you because nobody will even look for you because you're a black girl and so when i see exactly right but um thankfully you know emergency alarms authorities were called whatever whatever um <laughs> this face you making at me yes he said that to me i had a client say that to me how did he
1: get
0: into the building into
1: your office after
0: hours exactly so that was the question of like how was he there because All of the consumers are locked out, and you need, like, our swipe cards to get back in. So he's just roaming the hallways of the building after hours, and the biggest question of all of that was, how did he get in the building? Right. Um. And then go unnoticed to make it all the way to to the office. Right. My biggest question was, he's done this before? And so, why is he still able, again, why is he still able to access services here? So, yeah, but, like, I just think about um, how, I don't know, it's so connected, but I think about, like, how we we try to, like, maneuver and resist these systems of oppression, but it feels like the folks who are, like, violent and oppressive and hold those identities, they always are, like, two steps ahead. Like, they know... They know that um, 12, 24, 38 black girls missing. Like, nobody is, is going to bat an eye. Um, right. And we become, like, these marked bodies that just move through the world. And, oh, God. It just pisses me off. Because it's like them people want to talk about how we have attitudes or, um, like, this perpetual chip on our shoulder. But we yeah. are...
1: Hot though. Like, how could you not? When you see how this world treats exactly. you,
0: exactly you
1: fucking not? Exactly. Like, from your hair to your nose to how you prevent yourself is under scrutiny all the time.
0: It's just like we we then just to exist. Just to exist.
1: Just to, just to be able to mind our own goddamn
0: business.
1: this
0: like, I'm just, like, just honestly,
1: the bare minimum of what most black women want. Right, right. To be left out of the bullshit, and we can't even get that.
0: Yeah, just like, what is your dream of freedom? My freedom is leave me the fuck alone. I can wear my hair how I want, I can dress how I want, I can speak how I want, and you won't have shit to say about it. That's my freedom. Like,
1: can a bitch just exist? Yo, this we have this new security guard, right, in one of the office.
0: Oh god, security and he guard! Saw
1: me all of like, I must say, fifteen seconds, right? Um, so the second day I worked and he also worked, he came in with this gold hoop earring and it was tacky. Yeah. He was like, "Oh, is this yours?" And I looked at him like, "What?" Not even, I have gauges yeah. and piercings that don't come out. What the fuck? And he was like, oh,
0: I just thought it would
1: be yours. Why the fuck Why? Would you think that's- Why? For, for what? You've seen me all in 15 seconds. My hair is always long because I wear a wig to cover mm-hmm. my hair. You've never seen my ears. Why would you think
0: this is mine? Yeah. I just want to be left alone. That's it. I just want to be left alone. Please. I don't get it. It's like this... I mean, everything has, has been reminding me of Get Out. But it's just like all of that consumption around um yes what was her name uh georgina the oh,
1: i love her she's so
0: beautiful yeah and that was that was it like just like all this physical the exterior whatever it's just like some part of them don't believe that like black women have souls or feel shit so it's just like right. of course i can touch you of course i can take you and you can be like mine because like, I don't recognize the humanity within you. That shit is fucked up. And that's why, like, no matter... um, And I've had, you know, to go back and forth about this, but no matter what, I call myself a black lesbian because I think that that does something politically. Like, to, I'm a black woman who loves women, particularly when I'm putting that black in front of it. You know that there's an emphasis on black women. Like, I'm I'm out here doing that, like... I don't know. Cheryl Clark said, you know, living dangerously in patriarchy. Like, <laughs> like." <laughs> to be honest, it's like some people still can't
1: grasp that you as a black woman are choosing to love other women.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like,
1: people is male centered like other people's are. And it's just like, what? Yeah. Yeah. It's, I don't know.
0: It's just so. Sometimes it feels so like everywhere that you don't think that there's anything that hasn't been touched by it. Never so knows. just having that little peace of mind to self identify however I want feels really good. <laughs> it's really
1: good. Mm-hmm. And it's revolutionary. Mm-hmm.
0: You know? I will define myself for myself. <laughs> Audrey Lorde. <laughs> You know, had to put my little academic hoe on it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I love academic hoe. you know me. You know, I'm. I've been trying to like figure out what my type is, and I don't know why I didn't see this a long time ago. But I'm really into academic hoes. Yeah, like you yeah. get to <laughs> black girl nerd. Yeah, now not like <laughs> it don't have to be, you know, the ivory tower of academia, but. Right. Like, that's, nerd shit? If you... That's, shit, that's a turn-on. <laughs> Tell me about, like, some stuff I've never heard of. Ooh! It's sure. how to get me. <laughs> sure. Alright, you want to move into our topic? Sure. Okay, so, I can read a couple of the questions, or I can just, Let's like, see. broadly sum them up. So, what you would rather mean? Uh questions. Okay. So um I got some question hold on, let me move to the inbox. About queer sex, basically. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um so Ooh Chi Baby submitted <laughs> That's how it's spelled. <laughs> um I haven't heard any queer podcasters talk about grooming. In the area, eating the groceries, um, or prepping down below. Can we get a sex ed education? Yeah. A sex ed uh, episode. So
1: grooming down below, eating yeah. the
0: groceries. What? Prepping. Um, prepping, yeah. So prepping, prepping the nether regions, grooming, and queer sex ed.
1: <laughs> I have not heard another podcast I mean one thing that's always like baffled me is that like with straight women but yet heterosexual women or even bi girls who like have a preference for men more mm. they be eating niggas ass and I'm just like niggas don't lash themselves <laughs> don't like they're dirty it's like i don't trust i don't believe because like you saw that post where that man was like he's married b with a yeah. wife and they're showering together and his wife try to wash it like she's trying yeah. to help
0: and he's and like no video,
1: and he was like what the fuck yeah like, that's your wife she's not gonna do nothing to you she's trying to make sure you clean yeah
0: he's just like with that um and that's when like um heteronormativity and homophobia be so strong right. like mm-hmm. you won't mm-hmm. even wash properly because you think it's gay?
1: Like, sir, bacteria is not something to fuck with. <laughs> the women grow, they will be a
0: problem. Trust me. Well, I'll just be a squeaky clean gay bitch over here because I'm not into it. Um, I think, I think building it into foreplay is a good way. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know. Showers are awkward for me. Like, showering with somebody else.
1: Oh, it's because there's not enough space. It's not enough space. I don't know how it is in Alabama, but in New York, ain't no goddamn space in
0: (laughs) these bathrooms. Not enough for people. Nuh uh. I'd be struggling.
1: I'm
0: like, yeah, I'm a big girl. This isn't going to work. (laughs) I'm damn near six feet tall. This shower head. uh, Six feet? Okay. I'm 5'10". And I just round up, you know. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, <God>. uh, <laughs> yeah but um so yeah building it into foreplay i would you have let somebody shave you shave me yeah like shave your legs or shave
1: i mean i don't have to shave my legs so that's not something i've ever done
0: mm-hmm.
1: like my legs don't get hairy so must be nice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but um and like even my armpits they don't grow much so there's that If someone want to shave my pubes, I don't know. I am into some freaky shit if that turns bay on. Mm-hmm. I might try it once to see how it feels, but I don't know. I mean at the same time if you get hairy legs and they're like, "Oh, I'll help you." Then that's pretty cool and intimate I feel. Mm-hmm. Cause like, I've seen other people shaving their legs, and that shit, is, it looks terrible. I saw this one girl. She looked, well, she was white, but it just looked like, not like a heroin addict. She was, like, like, we were at summer camp at a college, so, like, it was one of those bathrooms. And she was on the bathroom floor. One leg was creamed up with shaving cream. And she was, like... Tapping
0: the the razor, and she kind of looked
1: like an addict to me. Oh no! And it was just like, I'm so glad I don't need to do this because it's
0: just like you do this every day. Every day, yeah. I mean, someone to do it for you—that's that's that's pretty awesome. Me, I'm a hairy individual. Like I don't, and I don't even know where I get it from because my dad has like male pattern baldness, and my mom doesn't grow body hair like. It's just nowhere on her. <laughs> Meanwhile, here I am, like with hair coming out of places I didn't even know there were hair follicles. Um so <laughs> if I don't shave my legs every day, I am prickly and hairy. So um I rather the softness of my hair when it's grown out than like that prickly feeling. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So, I'm, I mean, you know, I make my own shea butter, so the hair's always nice and smooth. My legs feel That's nicer beautiful. to the touch when they're hairy because that prickly is not cool for anybody.
1: Because that
0: shea butter be moisturizing them hairs, girl. You know, <laughs> you know I be trying. <laughs> I be whipping it up in my kitchen. Right. Um. Yeah. <laughs> and so, I was trying to think about, so particularly for, like, queer grooming stuff... Um, so with razors, if it's, if it's a disposable razor, throw it away.
1: Right, once you use
0: it, toss that shit. Toss it. Ain't no rinsing it out, using it again. No, that's bacteria building up. They rust really easily. Um, you do not want to cut yourself with a rusty razor. You're also more prone to hair bumps if you're shaving with a not sharp razor. Yeah and those are the worst terrible cuz my hair is not not only like thick and coarse but it's also like curly real okay. curly so uh-uh I hair bumps I can't right. do
1: okay,
0: so. yeah um as far as uh, let's see I'm trying to think of this in a way of like stuff I wish that a queer girl would have told me before mm-hmm. having sex with another queer girl um, that. The one
1: thing you also have to consider is that, um, you have to take care of your body from the inside mm-hmm. and the outside. Mm-hmm. So it's like, you could, um, clean up your pubes and everything, make it smell fresh, but on the inside, you don't know what's going on. That's so true. that's something people need to take care of, because that affects you too.
0: Yes. Um, water is, water. <laughs> is your best friend. Water. drink it (laughs) It, this is your reminder right now to drink some water go
1: drink some water
0: if you think you're about to get some that night or whenever that day drink a bottle of water before I promise it will just make life easier that hydration is wonderful Um, (laughs) kombucha similarly so (laughs) (laughs) I, I Okay, so I brew my own kombucha because I'm not trying to pay five dollars a bottle for GTs, which is owned by a white man, even though kombucha is originally from Asian folks. Okay, so I brew my own kombucha because I'm I'm not contributing to the white patriarchy, not lining their pockets, but it's really good for your gut. It's really good for the for the hichiku, the, the the punani. Um, it. So what it does, so you know how folks eat yogurt because it has like active and probiotics and all that stuff. Well, yogurt has about like three strands of that. Kombucha has about three hundred. So just drink you a cup of kombucha. This is for like anal or vaginal like stuff you got popping. This will keep you. Watch it. Yeah, like it'll keep you good. Um. So that means you shouldn't be drinking kombucha right before you get it. Like you can, I you can see your daily life. Yes. Just incorporate it into your like daily routine. Not right. not like, oh I'm about to get something, let me go drink some kombucha, because you will be on the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> um just, yeah. let's see. Related to that, if you're um oh, I feel like I have so much stuff that I wish people would have told me, but um so penetration should not hurt.
1: It definitely should not. And oh my god. Oh, I hate that they still teach that in fucking school.
0: Like
1: they tell me, Oh, your first time's gonna hurt, they break your hymen, crop your cherry, there's gonna be a little bit of blood. No. No. Oh, no, your first time is not supposed to hurt. It's supposed to be an amazing experience. And the thing the thing that they do with that is that they're basically lowering um people's well, people with vaginas expectation. Mm-hmm. So that when they do get it, it's just like, oh, this he's not bad at sex. It's just this is how it's supposed to be. Yeah. And it's not. And I fucking hate that. Mm -hmm. And it's like, still, still they're doing this knowing that, like, it's been debunked all this time over and over. And I wish they would stop. It
0: also continues this narrative around um, people with vaginas are not supposed to enjoy penetrative sex. Right. Right. to yeah. condition
1: the, girls into accepting and accepting respect. A lifetime of painful sex. Snack. Yeah. Like, you shouldn't. If that nigga trash in bed, tell him he's fucking trash and kick him the fuck out. Yeah. And if you don't fuck with men, if she's trash in bed. Exactly.
0: Fuck, I was just about to say, we need to use out. um the term nigga as a gender inclusive <laughs> term. Because these... <laughs> I'm
1: <laughs> be gender inclusive because some
0: studs do react to These studs... The, exactly. So when you was talking about like grooming for um, eating the groceries, I'm like, I have known in my lifetime some studs that. Don't walk. Let's just say they they have hygiene of straight men.
1: Right. Let's just so, say don't eat nobody ass unless y'all been dating monogamously or at least like, <laughs> No, I'm just saying don't don't eat no strangers' ass. Baby, no, don't, don't like, be. Don't. They, don't. don't know how to wipe. Don't bust they that out. pie or one pie? Like, yeah.
0: these things are important. Yeah. So don't do it. Don't, don't be experimenting like that. Yeah. I'm all for experimenting, but don't do that. Yeah. No. Like, that's a, that's a, that's a, like, special thing. Right. <laughs> you shouldn't just, you shouldn't open with grocery right. eating. Right. Like, that's, right. that shouldn't be your start point.
1: Oh. <laughs> that's
0: not going you know, to trust certain people when they're like, oh, I eat ass. That's good
1: for you, that's, sir. Yes. Thank
0: you for telling me. Nice. Hey, um. When's the last time you brush your teeth? Yeah. <laughs> oh, oral hygiene. Okay. We also have to talk about oral hygiene if we're going to talk about queer rock sex. Like, come on. Do. Uh, it's important. Rule. Rule. As Yo Gotti would say, rule. Um, <laughs> you need to be brushing your teeth. You can't, it, it, no matter how clean or pristine the nether regions are, if you're not brushing your teeth, you shouldn't be having oral sex. Like, right. just don't do it. Like, there's so it much. It transfers, people. That's the thing. Bacteria can transfer. It can. And you got all this stuff built up in your mouth because you ain't brushed your teeth since right. who knows when. Breath smelling like who shot John Brown. And you trying that to go down. Is a. And those be the main ones, like, oh, uh, I need a girl who, who, um, pussy smell like water, or it don't got no odor, or no scent. But your mouth smells like an old shoe. and yes. <laughs> You are sitting here it talking about sense. vaginal odor. First of all, vaginas don't smell like water. I they think that's vaginas. they smell like vaginas. <laughs> I that's, think that's it. There's no. Ain't like, no mangoes, ain't that, no lemon. Ain't no passion fruit, no sunflower bliss. No. It's it's folds of skin, people. So it's going to <laughs> smell like some moisture in the middle, but it's, still. Exactly. I'm just I think that also gets people into really bad um vaginal hygiene care, like douching with all these like chocolate scented or lavender oil right. and no, none of that should be up there. It's just irritating care. skin that is already... It very also sensitive. shouldn't
1: be close. Like, don't pat the pussy with some peppermint. Especially peppermint or a vegetable bird. Ooh,
0: Dr. Bronner's... Go ahead and...
1: <laughs> Listen. You... My went and bought one, but then I think afterwards someone made a video
0: about how that shit was like, the air started flowing up there, I haven't used it since. It's still in my room. I'm just like, I don't know how I'm going to use it. That Dr. Bronner's peppermint dilute, dilute, dilute. Because if you just mess around, so when I first used Dr. Bronner's, I just squeezed some on my rag, you know, going to put it down there and it felt like icy winds had entered. (laughs) Yeah, no. Mm-mm. It hurts. And it's like this this icy like icy hot breeze like for the whole day. You just you feel fresh and clean because it's icy all day. Okay. Going along those lines also um lesbians can practice safe sex. Yes, they uh, can. Folks yes. A lesbian don't mean you should be out here living dangerously. Exactly. If there's uh, two folks with vaginas who are involved with one another, you still need to practice safe sex. So, um, I have met I'm 27 and I have met lesbians my age who don't think that two women can pass STIs to one another. Yes, I'm serious. Really? This is when you don't have queer inclusive sex education. What
1: kind of immunity do they think we have out here?
0: <laughs> I don't know, Um, STIs don't only reside in penises, y'all, like, they are also (laughs) in vaginas, so. And because um, the world
1: hates women so much, we don't know everything we need to know about how these things affect women's bodies. Right. Some STIs don't manifest in women.
0: Yeah, yeah, and then you be stuck out here, and then three three months later, you realize you had chlamydia all this time. Like, you don't know, you gotta be careful. I think I mean that's work within the community and outside of the community, but we also need to destigmatize um, STIs so that people can feel more comfortable about um, being open about their statuses, so that you know they're letting their part their sexual partners know, and also get help for them because now the health department here you can get all those um, antibiotics for free. Like all those curable STIs, you can get that treated for the free. You can get tested for the free, and people but you don't get know that. Planned Parenthood, and then walk out completely free. Exactly, prep for the free. Like you can get these things. For those of you who don't know what prep is, pre-exposure prophylaxis is basically like birth control for HIV. Um. <laughs> that's that's how I put it, I love, that. it. I love that <laughs> um and you can get all these things in different ways for little or no cost right Yeah um I love that uh, most of the queer men I know make prep just like an everyday conversation. I love that because yeah. it course needs course to be we to yeah, we should all be on it, especially. I mean, I don't trust statistics, but they say that, like, most of the reported cases, the new cases of HIV infections are amongst black women. And mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, we we need to be on prep. <laughs> we need to be protecting ourselves. Right.
1: But that's another thing with that. Like, with those, like, I don't know how it is everywhere else, but in New York City, when you see the ads on the billboards and the trains for prep, they're not showing black women. They're no. showing black presumably gay men so it's just like that's why some people don't think it's for them or a problem for them it's like mm-hmm. we need to change the narrative of these things
0: yeah yeah like um when when did I go to creating change it had to be the last one cause not the one in Philadelphia um this girl was at the table like oh I didn't even know girls could take PrEP and it's like girls can get HIV can't they <laughs> so yes they can take PrEP like all of those things that people need to know, um, so some safe sex lesbianic practices that I have in my life, <laughs> in my um sexual practice that sounds weird. Um, so, the obvious is using toys. Um, when you're using toys, you need to make sure you're storing, cleaning, and using condoms on the ones that are penetrative. Right. Clean your toys. Mm-hmm. Uh, use water-based cleaners. Not um, all these cleaners with all of these uh, different chemicals and oils and shit in it. Um, and you're no scented cleaner. For eat, what? No. Sen- stay away from stuff that's scented. If yeah. Vaginas and scented stuff don't go well with each other. Just don't mix them. Absolutely not. And um, also,
1: research... The, um, companies that are creating the products you're
0: using, because some of them do not have women in mind. They have money in mind. That's true. That's true. That's, um, really true with condoms. Shh. They will lubricate that, them condoms with any damn thing. Some of them have, like, um, uh, pork oil. You like, know. to lubricate the cond- I'm not joking. Like, I, so- I can't remember who the Tumblr, uh, girl is, but she's, she's, like, pretty tumblr famous Mm -hmm. and she was talking about vegan condoms and I'm like what vegan condoms ain't all condoms vegan she like girl no so she taught me some stuff that like yeah some of these companies they lubricate condoms with like uh, pork fat or um basically oil from beef like any kind of like meat shit that that drains oil they will lubricate condoms with oh
1: that's that's
0: not okay. That, that is scary to me. Like,
1: fine.
0: what? Yeah. So, um... or you can always get non lubricated condoms and buy a water based lubricant. That's an option. You
1: know, lubricated condoms wouldn't be a necessity if people knew how foreclay works. Yeah. I, I mean, the vagina. It's pretty fucking great. <laughs> like, you know, get it aroused, mm-hmm. she'll
0: respond. That's how they do. What about for anal penetration, though? Uh,
1: water-based Yeah. I Always. don't think you want pork in your butt either.
0: Yeah. Um, so, I, a while ago, I can't remember what episode it was on, but somebody asked me about, uh, baby oil or something. I'm like, um, no. No. Um... I wouldn't want to make any suggestions past water based lube, but if you were going to use anything, maybe like coconut oil, because it's like
1: a. <laughs> I've actually heard some people moving it up with coconut oil.
0: Yeah.
1: I've not tried it myself, but I've heard that. But still, with oil and latex, you run a risk. Yeah. Mm hmm. If you can moisturize with some coconut oil, probably do
0: like a rub down to get your person aroused. Yeah. I- that's good. good. That's like a good foreplay thing—a massage with coconut yep. oil. <laughs> Keep them hydrated. Keep your bay hydrated. I mean, that soft, luxurious. Let's see. I I just wash my toys with um, either African black soap, like the raw, the raw oh, shit. Fancy. Yeah, or the Dr. Bronner's, um, not the mint. <laughs> What's the other one I use? Elmine? I
1: have, um, Castile soap, um, it's just, there's no scent to it or anything.
0: Yeah. That's why I what you, for everything. Um, preferably if you can get a toy box, that's what I call it. <laughs> I'm trying
1: so hard to get one. There's actually mm-hmm. a really good one on, um, the container store. The container oh, store
0: okay.
1: has like, this toy chest that has, um like a shelf in it and that's what I'm gonna get cause I yeah. saw someone have a picture of like all their toys properly like
0: yeah
1: basically build this chest and have everything organized like I want that shit
0: yeah it's like
1: big enough and you can put a lock on it
0: mm-hmm. yeah you just need to have something um when I say a toy box uh a surface that's like flat and not um what do you call it materially so no like Jewelry box where you know that stuff, stuff can sink in, bacteria can get in. It needs to be like plastic, wipeable down, or glass, or whatever, whatever. Um, metal maybe.
1: Yep.
0: Yeah. Um. So yeah, I talked about using water-based loose condoms on toys. Oh, um, fingers and condoms go very well together. So I.
1: Condoms. Huh. Your
0: finger condoms, yeah, and those also come not lubricated. So, there you go. I just use regular condoms though, because I don't know. I have thick fingers, so maybe that's I have big hands. Uh, <laughs> don't be making faces at me, Sasha. <laughs> um, but also, I have long nails, I usually typically have long nails, and um, using condom, uh, condoms on my fingers or finger condoms. Uh, just don't get me any complaints. (laughs) Where you know, so I don't have to, I don't have to cut my nails or keep my nails short to, to do like digital play.
1: (laughs) Reduce the risk of cutting your partner.
0: Absolutely, and I mean, also having long nails is always shit under them. And so, even if you just washed your hands before sex, like using a condom protects your partner. So yes, yeah, um. So, Dental Dam is something that I know is out there, but that I've never used personally.
1: I've never used a I have some now. I've actually never
0: even
1: looked at one. Yeah. Never. You can also use Saran Wrap.
0: That's, (laughs) exactly. It's cheaper. Um, You
1: have way more for your money. Exactly. And if you don't like it, you can just toss the shit. You don't gotta stress over the fact that you just bought this expensive-ass Dental Dam.
0: Yeah. Because dental dams are not cheap. Um Saran wrap, on the other hand, is... It's for women. Yeah. And um what was I was about to say? Oh, make sure you're using non-microwavable saran mm-hmm. wrap because it's yeah. not porous. If if it's saran wrap that you can put in the microwave, you might as well just do it raw because... Might as well. <laughs> there's pores <laughs> in it. Everything gets
1: through.
0: Yeah, Everything. So, yeah, I mean, at the dollar store here, you can get 200 feet of saran wrap for dollar cents. That's a lot of head. So. I was about to say, I'm glad
1: you said it, because I was going to say it and did not want to sound like a terrible person. I appreciate that, because that is a lot. 200 feet. Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. It's
0: a lot. So, um... Mm. um Oh, I I don't I don't know if this is specifically queer, but it's one that I've had to navigate. Um piercings. Yeah. Um be careful. Be, ca- <laughs> be careful. Um Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I don't know what else to say around that That's- without disclosing too much of my own stuff. <laughs> but um I used to have tongue rings, several. Um, and it, it can get painful and complicated if you're, you know, if Sasha would stop looking at me like this, I could say what I'm trying to say. (laughs) Um, also on the receiving end of that, if you have any like, uh, genital piercings or even like nipple, nipple rings, um, stuff like that. Just like making sure that they're like cleaned and clear and also that your partner is aware of what hurts and what And also
1: listen to your piercer. If they say no sex in
0: six months, be no sex in six months. Yeah. Like your piercing are very compromising place. You have to be careful. Mouths have a lot of stuff going on. So if you just got your nipples pierced and you having somebody suck on your nipple, like just think about what that's doing for your healing process. Because even, even the best case scenario mouth still has a lot of stuff popping. It has a lot going. Still, no matter what. Yeah. I hope that none of that stuff like turn folks off because (laughs) (laughs) queer wax sex is pleasurable. It's Uh, so much fun so another part of that was kind of like how to keep the sex interesting Mm -hmm. and I'm assuming that ooh T-Baby is asking about um, like two women how two women can keep the sex interesting
1: toys (laughs) that listen some toys lord the possibilities yeah Y'all didn't even understand. Like, these things are not, not just, like, two heterosexual couples. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure there are a lot more fun for lesbians. That's what... do
0: imagine being,
1: yeah. like, in a harness, tied mm-hmm. up, you can't move, just exposed to they
0: Whew. You oh. all right? You okay? All right. <laughs> <laughs> so, my thought is, like, lesbians have... The most creative sex, um, and but I think in order to do that, you need to decolonize what you think sex is. Like, right. sex, um, doesn't have to be phallocentric that's my new word. Oh, <laughs> academic, ho, yeah, <laughs> but like, it doesn't always have to be about penetrating, um, right, like knocking the walls out of anything like no just open your idea and your mind about what sex is um and don't rush be slow
1: unless it's like a quickie i get that but if it's not take your time
0: lesbians have marathon sex and i keep saying lesbians but i mean like queer women you know Mm -hmm. inclusively like (laughs) when two women are together we, we have the propensity to have marathon sex. So why are we rushing? Why are we thrusting? Why are we... Right? Slow it down. Get creative. Like, there's... The the great thing about it is that one person isn't going to, like, come and then get limp. And right. to, right? Like, no, that's not happening here. So. You are to
1: sit there like, what about me?
0: <laughs> right. <laughs> um, and I hear, I hear, like, I hear queer women in relationships with each other talk about, like, oh, we just, like, kiss, then we give each other head, then we go to sleep. And I'm like, I, y'all on some hetero stuff right there, because there's just so much more that you can so do.
1: much more.
0: Yeah. And even, um, head, like, I think people get routine in the way they give head. Um mm-hmm. So, like... It's just the... I don't even know what to call it. The missionary way of giving head. Uh, I'm like, yeah, that's basically it. Like, yeah. one person lies there and then... Right. Yeah,
1: person goes to town. Right. Maybe they switch. Maybe.
0: But, I mean, it don't gotta even be like that. Like... The <laughs> you, you could be doing so much more. Like, I... I think what I've learned about myself is I like overstimulation. So, a whole bunch of stuff happening at one time. So mm-hmm. that like opens you up to not just giving head in the the traditional way, but you can six nine. Um, I don't know what it's called when both of y'all are laying on your sides and you're uh-huh.
1: like, mm-hmm. is that like spooning?
0: I don't know, but whatever. Like you can get yeah. the job done like that. Riding faces, eating from the back. Like, all of these things are still giving head, but in different ways. Like
1: over the shoulder. Both legs over the
0: shoulder. <laughs> you know. I'm just saying. Switch it up. Switch it up, yeah. Um, uh, lesbian porn is not a good indicator of lesbian sex. Um. So... It's very aggressive, too. Yeah. I just think, get back to your imagination when you're two women having sex with one another. Because you probably, I don't know. So, I'll just speak for myself. So, I had, like, all these ideas of what um, sex was supposed to be that were colored by um, straight sex. Because that's the way I was taught about sex is through, like, and then he's going to do this to you. So I had, like, these, um, like, anxieties and fears about, um, sex from, like, this really heterocentric view, and that, that spilled over. It's not just, like, that went away when I realized that I was a lesbian. It didn't. Um, so I did have all these expectations of my partner, like, doing these same things, but when I was able to work through that and let my imagination come back, I started having better sex so and I mean imagine
1: is honestly what it's about like this is your opportunity to be creative yeah not take
0: it and figure out like what you actually like
1: right what Um, works for you and what works for your partner
0: talk to each other talk to each other during sex (laughs) that's That's
1: so do you like this does this work do you want me to keep going
0: to the left Harder, <laughs> like those things. I think sometimes people think of that as like criti- criticizing, like oh, I'm criticizing my partner. They they gonna think they're not good. Um, but y'all are already in that act, so I I would say like at this point, at this point, <laughs> <laughs> just just get it how you live. Just <laughs> just get it. Um. And then, that can also be a part of foreplay, though. Like, a lot of people like dirty talk. So, if you don't feel comfortable telling them what to do while you're actually having sex, work up to it with this dirty talk. Like, I want you to do this and that to me. And if you don't know, I I feel like I'm in my sex therapy bag right now. but, (laughs) But if you don't know what is pleasurable for you, Sit down and like really think about it. Do a writing exercise. Um, make a list of things that you will want done to you. Of or things.
1: Experiment with yourself. Yeah. To to your
0: body. How are you gonna expect anybody else to know how to touch you and it feel good if you if you don't want to touch yourself and it feel good? Right. I think that damn we should have started there. Like. Sex edge should start with masturbation. Yeah. And not shaming it. Like, yes. In a very basic way, you should know what you feel like. So that way you know when something's wrong. when, when right. Like, oh, I don't typically have a lump there. Adding more people is always fun. <laughs> Let me find out... No, no. I've, you wouldn't Nah, I have never. Um, <laughs> but, I mean, that's to date. Who knows what will happen in the future. True. But. I you just... should go to a sex party. What sex party? <laughs> Any sex party. Just go
1: to one. Be a voyeur. Observe.
0: ATL orgy? Uh, not like that.
1: Not, <laughs> <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> not that. <laughs>
0: Okay, so, can you yeah, please... not going
1: to no party ATL.
0: <laughs> okay, so, explain to me what a sex party is, because I don't think I've ever heard of um, these festivities. Well,
1: they're called play parties in BDSM, and, and they all vary based on theme. Like, I've been to ones where, um, basically, for a certain period, there's like a meet and greet. You can meet people, talk to them. Um, get to know folks, and then like at 12 o'clock, mandatory dress code you either gotta be in your skivvies or you gotta be nude. That's it. However, um, well, the host for the parties I went to was really nice, and she understood like some people this might be their first time, so you could be in your regular clothes if you want to, no pressure. Mm-hmm. So, like, my friend and I went, and we were just like, We're not about to take off no clothes, we don't, none of these people. And we basically just sat there on the couch the whole time and watched. And it was like, you'd see, they, like, give you bracelets that let you know, like, this person is a girl who's into girls, this person is bisexual, this girl person's a guy who's into guys, this guy's a bisexual, whatever. So you know. And then, um, so, like, you would see guys walking past you, dick slanging, you'd see girls walking past you, titties out, you hear Ooh. moaning in the next room. Moaning upstairs. You could walk into the next room and just watch. It was like live porn. It was
0: fascinating. I'd go again. <laughs> <laughs> I have never, bitch. What? Where did you find out about this?
1: Um, FetLife. Fet.
0: Life. They be
1: having events and shit.
0: some
1: website.
0: I'm just, you know, I'm taking notes so I can put it in the description.
1: For the description.
0: Yeah, for the, it's for the description. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've um I think I always think about things that will fall along like the BDSM Kink spectrum, but I've never like tried any of them. That's a lie. I've done a lot of like tie up rope oh. play. Mhm. I think it's very fun and um sensory deprivation so whether it's like you can't hear it or you or can't BDS. see it yeah listen i
1: love role play i'm a role bunny
0: yeah there was somewhere i can't even remember now but it was like a bdsm um quiz BDS. that you could take yep. yes bdsmtest.org okay so i'm going to put that in the um description too because i think a lot of times um Our fantasies are so policed that we don't even know what they would look like in practice. Exactly. Yeah, so taking that little test might, you know, you'd be like, hmm. Right,
1: learn some stuff. Yeah. maybe you like to be choked during sex and you never knew. Yeah. Maybe you like to be tied up and thrown around like a rag doll.
0: Or maybe you would like to do that to a partner. Right,
1: maybe you like to choke somebody.
0: Yeah, yeah so it's called bdsm tests. that's what you said that
1: word, i believe yeah
0: okay all right all right um i just one other thing that had crossed my mind was the importance of like talking through mm-hmm. your queer sex also is because yeah. of um i call them hot spots uh i don't know like damn i've had like complicated like every every situation i've been in complicates gender norms and shit but um particularly with uh like trans partners or um non-binary partners folks who uh don't identify as women but might have been like assigned female at birth and stuff that certain parts can be hot spots like hot zones that that aren't erotic, so you would think Mm -hmm. that they're erotic, but they're not for that person. They could actually be triggering. So, like, thinking, or even the way you refer to it during sex, like, uh, yeah, I want to suck on your boobs or something. Like, if this person doesn't identify with those as boobs or breasts, yeah, just like, I
1: fuck up the whole situation. Right.
0: It might completely turn it off. Like, like, damn, I was so into it, and then you call them the wrong thing, right. and it's like over. I mean,
1: that has happened to me with a lot of cis hat men. They just open their mouth yeah.
0: and
1: my pussy drives up. <laughs> I'm serious. I just be like, yeah. yeah.
0: That happens with me with like no,
1: thank you.
0: toxic masculinity studs. Yes.
1: We would studs do, like I'd be ready and open and then they just like
0: Say something. Say
1: stuff. I'm just like, actually me and Shirley
0: are not gonna come out tonight. It's the for us. Yeah. I mean, I don't know, it's like I guess it's they're performing this masculinity that they think gets girls. And I'm just Stop. No, you didn't have to say that. Mm -mm. And it's funny because, like, so I have no problem with calling the box uh, a pussy, right? But it's just, like, a certain way you say pussy that is a huge turn off, you know? Like, so, like, what that pussy do or something like that is very different than whispering, like, so you going to let me eat that pussy? Or something, you know? like It's very different. like,
1: those also happen at different points. Like, the second one is when this person knows that there's a mutual attraction between you. Mm-hmm. So it's just like, when you're going to let me show you what I could do mm-hmm. versus somebody who just met you, barely knows your name, what that pussy do. What?
0: Yeah, yeah. That's true. What? Yeah. There's this familiarity. It's the same yeah. thing I've been talking about all week. Like, I don't know you no and i mean it's it's there's no problem with like hookups and stuff but even at that level when you're hooking up then you know right. okay there's a mutual something but if i don't know you don't come up to me with that Ugh. and i feel like we're we're harping on like the masculine spectrum of gender but femmes are just as trash and just as bad <laughs> When it comes to sex and when it it
1: comes to sex. I was at work a smooth 8.30 ready to start at 9 o'clock. And I get a hit up from this girl talking about you're so pretty. I want to eat you well. I was like, girl, it is 8.30 in the morning. I just got to work. She did not introduce herself or nothing. And I said, like, yo, it's 8.30 in the morning. She's like, I know I'm so horny. I was just like, get this away from me.
0: You got it. You got the juice. What are you talking about? Not. No, but that whole... So, yeah, so that can... I think that that story, that uh, myth of construction around, like, uh, that women shouldn't enjoy sex, um, has led to fems. That is your man. <laughs> yeah, and, like, fems just being pillow princesses and thinking, like, everybody is supposed to do to them and they just, like, sit there and lay there. Right. And, and so I think a lot of times we talk about, like, studs being touch me nigh or, um, like, not allowing their partners to touch their bodies or whatever, Mm -hmm. Um, but we don't talk about how fems play into that, um, given if you're in a stud-fem relationship, like, some Mm relationship to fem-fem, whatever, but, um, fems just, like, lay there, and I'm (laughs) just, like, um, do something, (laughs) yeah, you know, (laughs) like, uh, you, you're supposed to show up, too. Right. Like, We're all in this together. (laughs) We're all in this together. (laughs) <laughs> yes, you know. Yeah. And around um like oral performance too. Uh-huh. Um I I've never oh, This is sad. I know I'm probably gonna get like hate mail after this, but I've never had good head from a femme. <laughs> never I I think that you in we have socialized fems to underperform and <laughs> maybe just get some fems out there
1: sharing their skills and everything teach other fems pay it forward
0: mm-hmm. this i guess so this is like a fem challenge like <laughs> if you are a fem that doesn't have trash head like <laughs> let us know. let us know um <laughs> Because you need, we, you need to share with your uh, femme family. Your whole because, fem. Yeah, I think femmes just get so used to being like power bottoms. You mm-hmm. know, just like I'm, I can take it all. I can take it, take it, take it. But can you give, ma'am? Can you can you give?
1: <laughs> They're about to trash you in the messages. I know.
0: <laughs> They're gonna be like, first of all, bitch. <laughs>
1: I made my partner come every
0: night. You ain't never been with no femme from Philly. You need to try these things. <laughs> you talk with the trash femmes. <laughs> Stop fucking with them New York femmes. You come down here. <laughs>
1: you know it's a New York femme, too. <laughs> <laughs> and also, knowing yourself a lot. Because that way you get more comfortable with yourself. So it's like when you're getting ready to do the deed, you're not second-guessing or nervous. like. Mm-hmm. I'm
0: not new to this. You're true to this. Yeah. Um, and don't treat every partner like the last. Like Yeah. Uh, uh, treat your new partner... Like a new partner. Like a new partner. Um. I think that, that gets, like, mishmashed up in queer sex also. It's like, oh, well, this stud liked it when I did this, so this stud is also going to like it. Or, like, this femme liked when I gave head like this, so this femme also... no. Like everybody is different. It's different, so it's like consider it
1: this way. Um, the type of way certain people feel when like they're grouped into a, a monolith. Mm-hmm. So if, like someone says, "Oh, all lesbians are studs who do construction and shit like that mm-hmm. and ride motorcycles. it's just like, no, not. <laughs> yeah. So it's like just think of it like that.
0: or like if if somebody was saying, "Oh well, the last black girl I was with liked it like this." You would be offended, so it's right. like, treat exactly. every treat every new partner like a new partner. Talk to them, see what they like. Don't just base it off of last old girl that you were with.
1: Right.
0: All right. So um, there are other questions in the inbox, but those to me feel like topics. Also, <laughs> no. huh? No, I'm saying
1: are all the questions the same?
0: No. Um, They're all different. So, Um, I think I'm going to pick part of one. Okay. So, uh, Fishy Fish Girl, G-U-L, wants to know. (laughs) I'm telling you, Tumblr names. Wanted to know if we started the Telegram discussion. Yes, we did. Um, If you would like to be added to the Queer Walk uh, discussion chat on telegram first of all you have to have telegram i know that's a pain for some folks because people use like group me or whatever but telegram is encrypted as far as i know so you know, trying to protect people's privacy or whatever right
1: because group be getting
0: hacked every other exactly group me be getting people exposed and infiltrated all these white people yeah so um, you have to have a Telegram account. It's like a little paper plane on a blue thing. Um, and then just inbox me your uh, username, and I will add you. So, yeah, just hit the, uh, the inbox to be added. Um, and I'm going to try to start having uh, group chat meetups. So...
1: Why did you stop meetups? Huh? You used to
0: have quote at meetups all the time. Yeah, be- just because I got so overwhelmed with school. So, I just didn't have time to do it. Yeah, I feel you. Yeah. Um, these other questions that came in... First of all, thank you all for submitting. Because, like I said, I be wanting to do these episodes and don't really know what to talk about. So, thank you all for submitting. Um, but these other questions really feel big. So, I'm going to save them for different topics. So... Anything y'all would like to hear a Queer Walk hot take on, just submit it to the inbox and we'll talk about it. Thank you for joining me, Sasha. Thank
1: you for having me.
0: And y'all, check her out at SavedBySasha.com. Yes. Um, wh- you you are like something different on every social media platform. So, yeah. uh, Asha so- with an S.
1: Asha with an S on Twitter. Look at Asha on Tumblr. Um, Asha with an S underscore on Instagram because some <laughs> bitch stole my thing and <laughs> won't give it up. Like before, her name isn't even fucking. Like, like it makes no sense why she has that. It makes sense why I have that. Yeah. And I think that's it for social media.
0: Okay, and you can catch Queer Walk, you know, at Queer Walk on everything. Use the that's hashtag. Use Use the hashtag, hashtag, send the
1: message, talk to Queer Walk.
0: Please. (laughs) Yeah. Y'all know, I mean, if it wasn't for the submissions and people using the hashtag, like, during the week, Queer Walk would just be silent. Because (laughs) I'd be in class and teaching Monday through Wednesday. And then Thursday and Friday is clinic. So, if it wasn't for y'all during the week... Walk would be crickets, so thank you for continuing to use the hashtag. If you're not following us on um, Instagram and Twitter, please do. Yeah, you
1: need to follow right
0: now. Yeah, like stop this at Queer Walk Pod on Twitter, um, at Queer Walk on Instagram, because those are like quicker platforms for me okay. to like get the shit, you know? It's like easier. Whereas Tumblr, like I said, people be submitting. Paragraphs that I have to get through, whereas Instagram and Twitter is like quicker. So I'm like, okay, I can do that. Boom, boom, boom. So I'm gonna go take this uh, quiz, BDSM test. You can send
1: me your results when you're done, so we can compare it. (laughs) So badly.
0: (laughs) I'm I'm gonna screenshot it and send it to you. (laughs) Sweet. (laughs) All right. Alright, thanks y'all for joining us again on another episode. Bye! Deuces.